Kristen, hey. what's up? Hello. How was it being back in <laughs> London? I miss you so much. It was so great having you here last week. I miss, I miss you. you so much. I miss being in the same room as you, being able to touch you. That reminds me, by the way, have you bought your hotel ticket for the wedding yet? Um, I'm not sure if I told you, but I'm going to be staying on your couch, actually. I'm going to be totally uh, sofa surfing, if you will, because... You know, we mentioned it before that almost all of the hotel rooms are sold out in Windsor. Yeah. They're, the only one that seems to be left is actually the four-star hotel across from Windsor Castle. Right. But those rooms go for £8,000 a night, so... Wow. Okay. So you're totally staying at Windsor Castle. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that is a Get lot of money. Ready. Yes. I, I should just tell you I don't have a couch yet because I'm moving soon and I haven't bought one. But I'm sure we'll sort it out. The only problem is Miss Piggy also wants to be at the wedding and she's asked to stay over. So are you happy doing like a top to toe with the Piggy's trotters? Ah. That is the funniest sentence I've ever heard. Are you ready to do a top to toe with Piggy's Trotters? <laughs> it sounds like we... you're speaking a foreign language. Should we just start the show? Yes, let's just start this. I'm Kristen Meinzer, a lifelong Royals enthusiast based in the US. And I'm James Barr, a ginger, royal loving Harry fan in the UK. And you're listening to When Megan Met Harry, a royal wedding cast. In each episode, we examine the latest news about the wedding, do a deep dive into a very pressing issue about the royal couple, and finally give our predictions on what we think will happen on the big day itself. Shall we get started with this week's headlines, James? Yes. All right. First, we have to talk about this anthrax scare. And oh my God, I cannot even believe this happened. The Evening Standard reported that the couple received a letter on February 12th that contained a white powder. Yeah, the letter contained a racist message, which means they alerted the authorities and specialists stepped in to analyse the powder. There was high alert as it was suspected to be anthrax. They also called the Metropolitan Police's Counterterrorism Command and the letter and mysterious powder was delivered to St. James's Palace to be sorted out. But it came back to be harmless. Thank goodness. I mean, it's just lucky that Meghan already has 24-hour protection. But seriously, what is wrong with people? Who are these idiots? I really, I can't understand why anyone would would do that. Next up, E! News reports that Meghan has been given her official royal aid ahead of the wedding. And it's not me. Oh, James, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. It's actually Amy Pickerel, the former Kensington Palace press officer. And Amy has also previously worked for the Royal Bank of Scotland. So, James, it's not your fault. She just had a really good resume Mm -hmm. for the job. Yeah, Yeah, I had really good credits as well, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Amy is now an assistant private secretary working in Prince Harry's office. She's working on Meghan's diary and handling any correspondences that she receives. And I just have to interject here. For Americans, reminder, diary does not mean the same thing in the UK. Does it not? No. In the US, a diary is... Something that maybe a teenage girl has. Dear diary, today in the lunchroom, Tommy, I could have sworn, looked at me and he didn't sit next to me in the lunchroom, but I could have sworn at the next table he saw me and I passed him a note, but the note didn't get to him. And I'm so mortified. Dear diary, please say the note didn't end up in the hands of Regina George. Yeah, it's something like that. Kristen, please do a new podcast where you read your diary because that sounds so (laughs) gripping. (laughs) We need that to happen immediately. (laughs) Yeah, no. Megan's diary, that means her calendar? Yes, yes, that's right. Right, okay. (laughs) Yeah, we also use diary to mean teenage diary, but 
It's also calendar. <laughs> and it might be kind of early for Meghan to have an official royal aide, but she's already done four public appearances and there's plenty more on the way as well. So it's definitely needed. You probably saw Amy during the couple's recent trip to Edinburgh. She was photographed with Meghan at one point holding a bouquet of tulips. Yes, yes. What a great job. I'd love to hold Meghan's tulips. That sounds so... <laughs> that, sounds, that sounded a little perverted. I didn't mean it, it that way. It sounded a little bit I like a euphemism. I don't know what that means. Let's move on to the next headline. <laughs> next, next up. We hear there's another royal wedding. What? Oh, my gosh. InStyle reports that Grace Kelly's grandson, Louis de Cruy. Am I pronouncing that right? Louis de Cruy? I think it must be Louis de Cruy. Oh, wow. Well, he just announced his engagement to his college sweetheart, Maria Chevalier. They met, of all places, at Western Carolina University in North Carolina and, of course, Reminder, Grace Kelly was also an American movie star who also married into a royal family in the 1950s. That's when she married the Prince of Monaco. And while Louis doesn't have an official royal title, he is 12th in line to the throne of Monaco. And there's no word yet on the exact wedding date of Louis and Marie. But if they do get married this year, oh, my gosh, it's going to be a crazy royal wedding year. All the royals are at it this year. I feel so single. No, no, no. You're having fun. You're having a great time. It's not that you're so single. It's that you're so fun. Right. But I'm not. I don't know if that made me feel any better or not. And there's good news for UK locals. Sky News is reporting that the government is urging councils to waive road closure fees so people can hold street parties on the day of the wedding. Yes, we're going to party. We're going to totally party in those streets. The amount it costs to close a road normally varies depending on local authorities, but it's quite a lot of money. And on May 19th, at least in places like Bromley and Salford, it will be free. The Ministry of Housing, Communities and Local Government said it hoped councils will make it as easy as possible for parties parties to happen yes so have you ever been to a british street party Kristen? you know i probably have been back when i was in college and lived in the uk for that year but i really like remember very little about i must have been drunk are you drunk at street parties <laughs> that sounds or was about i right. just drunk yep, at that street sounds parties? correct yeah. no, i think you did it right <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of pims going around, splashing about. It's normally raining, but you're outside anyway. There's a trellis table with Union Jack uh, plastic uh, covering on it and loads of bunting and triangular-shaped sandwiches. It's perfect. That I can't wait. That sounds like most days when I was in London. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the rain, definitely. And Next Headline People magazine tells us that Meghan and Harry went on a very special date night a little over a week ago to see Hamilton, oh my God, the hottest ticket in town other than the royal wedding, Hamilton, the musical by Lin-Manuel Miranda. And I have to tell you, I have seen Hamilton. I absolutely loved it. Have you seen Hamilton? I haven't yet seen it. It's now in London, obviously, in the West End, and I'm desperate to go, but it's booked out forever. And it just looks so incredible. The music's amazing. I love the mixtape they put out. Oh, it's so good. Now, in case you've been living under a rock, Hamilton is that popular musical about the founding fathers of the U.S. It pokes fun at King George III, who happens to be Harry's ancestor. 
So it's kind of funny that Meghan, an American, and Harry, a Brit, are watching this together. We're desperate to know what kind of discussions came up after the show <laughs> about the history of our two wonderful countries. Actually, yesterday myself, I was at Parliament in the UK for an LGBT History Month celebration, and we had a tour. And I stood on the very spot that George the Third decided to raise the taxes in America, which led to the USA becoming the USA. How crazy is that? Oh my gosh. That is insane. It's like you are a part of the history now that created right? our two great countries instead of us just being your colony. Don't blame it on me. Okay. <laughs> I just I just stood on the spot. It was George that f***ed it up. Okay. <laughs> Excuse my swearing. <laughs> the cast were thrilled to see them at the show, OBS, uh, and the couple spent time at the theatre when they were first dating. So it's very cute that they went back there. This is their first known trip to the West End to see a show since their engagement. I, I wonder if the audience was staring at the stage or at <laughs> Megan and Harry. I mean, that would be really hard. Like, where do you look? Where do you look? I want to look at the That's stage. So I want to look at those two. Ah, what do you do? Totally. Get ready for some controversy because the Daily Mail's reported that Prince Harry has invited two of his exes to the wedding, Chelsea Davy and Cressida Bonus. Mm, James, you know how I feel about this one. Now, you see, listeners will recall that in an earlier episode of the podcast, I hinted at this being a major possibility. And Kristen, you totally shot me down saying this would not happen. Yeah, that's because I would never invite an ex to my wedding, much less a long-term ex, much less two long-term exes, much less a very long-term ex like Chelsea Davey, who was my first long-term girlfriend who I was off and on with for eight years and also used to always take to Africa for romantic trips. No, 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 no. No. I don't know though. Like sometimes when you break up with someone after a while, they can start to kind of feel a bit like a sibling. Do you not have that feeling? Is that weird? <laughs> Is that weird? Okay. <laughs> I'm getting funny looks okay. from our producer uh, in London. <laughs> okay. First, yes, that's weird. But second of all, that actually is the first time I've seen things from your point of view where I'm like, okay, if that person is like a sibling at this point, then fine, you can come to the wedding. I feel like maybe they've had a strong connection. Obviously, the sex the sex has gone, but now they, they would still care for each other. So I think it's very cute that they're going to be there. And Richard Eden wrote that one of Harry's pals had told him Harry is very good friends with both of them, and he made sure there were no hard feelings when they split up. So I don't think Meghan will mind too much. Mm. Meghan won. Mm, I don't know about this one. I just, I don't know if this is just rumour or maybe I just don't want to believe it's true. I don't know. What about I... Megan's ex-husband, Kristen? <laughs> Everybody knows that he's not going to be there because the ex, first of all, he's trying to make money off of Megan now. You know, there's that TV show he's working on about a divorced guy and how his ex-wife goes on to marry a member of the royal family. Like, come on. No, no, no. He is Original. not. He's not going to do it. No, not going to do it. Not going to do it. Well, Camilla Parker Bowles, back when she was just Prince Charles's ex, was also at his wedding to Diana in 1981, which is so awkward. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, in that movie, Diana, in her own words, that documentary, she actually talks about walking down the aisle and seeing Camilla and wanting to throw up. <laughs> no. You know what? Wow. I kind of want to throw up thinking about Chelsea <laughs> no, and Cressida at Harry's wedding. But I'm going to keep on telling myself, you know what? They're just like siblings. They're just like siblings. And I won't want to throw up anymore. I feel bad even just bringing up the Camilla Parker Bowles thing because I really don't think it is the same thing at all. No, no. I mean, I don't think that Harry's going to go back and start cheating no. on his wife with oh these people. No. let's stop there no. let's take a quick break we're gonna be back before you know it <laughs> don't throw up 
<laughs> Especially if you're on the subway or the tube. Um, we'll be back in a minute with our deep dive. All right, James, it is time for this week's deep dive. And this week we have a very special guest. Yep, it's Amanda Deshaw, editor of Megan's Mirror. And she's joining us all the way from Vancouver in British Columbia. Whoop, whoop. Thanks for joining us today, Amanda. My pleasure. Now, Amanda is going to help us examine Megan's wonderful personal style. You can find Megan's Mirror at Megan'sMirror.com. And you can find Amanda on Twitter at Amanda underscore Effie. Is it, wait, is it mirror or mirror? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's like the tomato, tomato, British versus American. So we'll go with both, a little of both. We do hit the problems every now and again on our podcast (laughs) with our dual nationalities, (laughs) as I'm sure Harry and Megan do as well. So Amanda, tell us all about Megan's mirror, mirror. How did it get started? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, yes. So I uh, I run the site with a friend of mine who lives in Washington, D.C. We started a blog about Duchess of Cambridge, actually, in about 2012. I was on maternity leave and a little bored, so I needed something to do. So I started that blog back then. And, you know, right around the time the rumors started to circulate about Harry and Meghan is when we started to see a lot of people get really interested in Meghan and specifically what they were, what she was wearing and what she was doing and where she was going. So we started to have a little bit of extra coverage on Megan on our site at that time, but then realized this was growing into a full-blown obsession for many of our readers and for us too with her style. It's just everything we love about it. So we started Megan's Mirror in 2016, about October-ish. I think it went live in November, um, right around the time that Prince Harry uh, released a statement from Kensington Palace saying that he was actually dating Megan Mirror. Megan's Mirror. No, Megan's Markle. <laughs> She's the same thing. Same thing for us. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it worked, it worked out really well. Um, and we kind of took a leap of faith saying, you know what, we think this relationship's going to make it if for no other reason than her fantastic pants, great shoes or, you know, enough to keep us interested. So, uh, that's kind of why we started the blog. Excellent. Now tell us, you know, you already mentioned her pants or shoes. What are your favorite things about Megan's style? What is so captivating to you and to the world about how she dresses? Yeah, you know, I think the reason everyone is in love with Megan's style is that it's something they can actually relate to. It's something, you know, easygoing, relaxed. And part of what my personal thing that I love most about it is that it's always polished, but with something a little bit off. So an example is when she was walking around on one of her first royal engagement walkabouts in that long meaty skirt from Joseph. And if you got really close into the detail, the hem is frayed. It's supposed to be like that. wasn't an error. It was supposed to be like that. But she always likes to have one little thing off about her outfit so that she's not too perfect. And I think that really relates with a lot of women around the world. I know I sometimes don't have beautifully blown out hair at six o'clock in the morning. It's why it's good. We're not on a video podcast, but I, that's kind of the reason I think a lot of women have gravitated towards her. Oh my God, you mentioned her hair, so I know James needs to jump in now. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I'm at odds to mention it. I'm at odds to mention it, but I, you know, I have a thing about this messy bun that Megan keeps doing. What do you, what do you make of the messy bun? I think that's too far. Yeah, you know, it's it, some of our readers are definitely in line with you. We get, you know, vehement comments from people saying, "No, we hate the bun. Take, you know, down with the bun. D- blow out your hair. Come burn on, the what bun. are you doing? Burn the bun." <laughs> but then we 
we have other people who say, you know what, she's just like me. Maybe she didn't, you know, she was running late for her engagement on her princess lessons or courses or whatever she's yeah. doing, running late and just had to throw it up. I don't want to interrupt you, Amanda. I know that. But, like, she's a princess. And <laughs> yes. that's the whole point of the royal family is that we have something to aspire to be. They're meant to be, yes. like, the leading light in the world. And Megan's just so captivating, like we've said. I just feel like she should make more of an effort. Yeah, I think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be happy with the, with the wedding hair. I, I'm pretty sure it's not going to be a low bun, a low messy bun for the wedding. But hold on, <laughs> both of you guys. I just have to jump in here in defense of Megan's messy bun. It's not just that her hair is just like us. You're in a hurry, running out the door. Sometimes the messy bun is a deliberate decision. It's been on the Oscar red carpet. It has been at multiple awards shows. It's been, um, yeah, if you go to Fashion Week in New York, you'll see the messy bun everywhere. This isn't just, I was in a hurry and I took the rollers out of my hair and it's still messy. It's a decision. Absolutely. And Megan herself has actually said, and I don't, I I might misquote here, but she said she really loves French clothing, French style, kind of like Emmanuel Alt, the French editor of Vogue. And part of that look is that, and I'm going to quote her here because I do have her written down. I love the French way of styling where if your outfit is pulled together, then something's got to be disheveled, your hair, your makeup, etc. So I definitely agree with you that she does this on purpose. Especially if she has like a team of people like that could do her hair for her. And I think it's a good choice. It is a good yeah. choice. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about let's talk about Kate because <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing? Because like, I know that the if we continue with the subject, it will like be the Rile next two me. hours again. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your next show. The bun again. The bun part. The messy two. bun podcast coming soon after the wedding. Yeah. How how does Megan Star compare to Kate? Because obviously Kate has glowed up. I mean, we all saw the fashion show when she when she was at uni. And now yeah. Kate looks incredible. Her hair is is stunning. And have you seen the photo of that Kate stylist accidentally revealed on Instagram of all of the products that she brought on the recent trip that Kate and William went on to Scandinavia? It was quite remarkable, the number of products that went into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, but the difference between Megan and Kate is Kate's very British aristocrat. She's got that look down pat. That's what she's been doing kind of her whole life. Whereas Megan is the quintessential California girl. Jeans, distressed jeans at that, you know, really casual clothes, throwing things together with that French kind of je ne sais quoi. And Mm. what we like to call her is the North American Parisienne. So she always has... (laughs) You know, she's very North American in her roots and her influence, but she also really has adapted and grown in her style. And if you look at photos of her that from when she first started being an actress, there's a lot of photos of her being really uncomfortable. You can tell in the face and in the way that she's wearing things, it's not who she really is. And over the last few years, you've really seen her come into her own from a style perspective. And I think one of the only times we've seen Megan and Kate wear the same thing was a Diane von Furstenberg dress that Kate wore when she was pregnant. Mm. And that Megan has worn uh, on the red carpet. And one of my favorite things about Megan is that we have all these quotes from her when she was an actress. She was very open with her life through the TIG blog, through, you know, commentary with magazines. And she actually came out and said that she hated that dress. She hated wearing it. She was uncomfortable in it. She didn't like it. And that's part of the things that she's learned to grow from a style perspective, that she's learned to come into her own. Mm. Wow, wow. I, I love how she dresses, and I, I just feel like she looks fantastic in everything she wears, no matter what. But do you feel that since she's gotten engaged that 
it's changed at all? Or do you think that it's going to change now that she's going to be, you know, part of the firm? Is the queen going to say, you can't wear dresses that are this length or you can't wear these kinds of coats? What do you think is going to happen now? Yeah, I, I think we probably won't see those really great short suits anymore. Um, you know, the, the the actual shorts in a suit. Oh, yes. I, um, I don't think I don't think we'll see those anymore. I think those are retired. But I, Megan herself has kind of gravitated towards longer skirts in the last 18 months, maybe knowing that her style has to change. Um, and I think, though, what's really quite interesting is that she's been able to stay who she is by virtue of even just the most recent events. Everyone was like, oh, we're going to get to see a cocktail dress. This is going to be fantastic. And she so shows up true to herself in trousers and a blouse. Like that's oh, exactly we love who that she outfit. is. Oh, we everyone loves love those that. outfits. Yeah, we were yeah. so surprised, but we loved it. Yeah, I I do love Megan's style completely. She is brilliant, but she has, it seems, got rid of the ripped jeans. Would you agree that that seems to have gone? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure those are gone. We may see those on her, you know, if somebody gets, if she gets photographed out buying something on the street or something like that. But no, I don't. I think those are probably retired from royal life. We can't believe actually that she wore those to the Invictus (laughs) Games. That was her first public. Crazy. Come on. Isn't that baldy? Come on. You got to believe. You got to go with her. It was very surprising. We were very surprised that she wore those strip jeans. And and that kind of ties back to what we're saying. There's always one thing kind of off with her look, right? I think one thing that doesn't happen to be perfect so she if she had stepped out in you know a pair of skinny jeans that didn't have those holes in them and were very you know dark denim which is what most people probably would have assumed that she might have worn it wouldn't have been her it wouldn't have been the authentic real style that she has and I think that Harry encouraging that really says a lot about their relationship and the fact that she's going to be able to be more of herself than Kate for example is I mean Kate let's face it has uh, married the future king of England and there's different expectations placed on her, especially now that she's a mom. Um, and I think Megan may have some of those changes coming up. Should we see any Megan and Harry babies? Don't want to start any rumors or, you know, get everyone too excited. <laughs> we may see some of that change in her style as she becomes, you know, more into that kind of stage of her life. But for now, she's just so great in staying true to who she is. And we're really excited that she's been able to do that. Okay, before we start dressing their sprogs, what do you think her (laughs) wedding dress is going to be like, Amanda? Because that's a big question. Obviously, she's going to be perfect on her wedding day, right? Oh, absolutely. That's the million-dollar question. If I knew that, I'd put all of my money on uh, the booking sites. But if I was going to bet right now, the... the, the I think the main consensus is Alexander McQueen. That seems to be the one that was suspended betting earlier this week on Alexander McQueen. I really don't think it's going to be Alexander McQueen. Mm. I think Megan's going to stay away from the same designer that Kate wore for her dress. I think really? she's going to choose something different out of respect for Kate and also just because it's not one of her top go-to brands. She's just kind of getting used to Alexander McQueen as a British brand. I think my top guesses right now, probably Flipper in between Stella McCartney. Um, There's been rumors of that floating around and the aesthetic is very similar to Megan's or even Erdem. I know it's kind of a wild Mm. out there guess, um, but she's got a very close personal friendship with Erdem and I think we could see something very special and unique, although he's not exactly known for minimal designs at all times. So you know what? Uh, If I knew, I think the only people who really know are Megan and Jessica Mulroney and maybe a couple of other people, but I think what we're going to see for sure is something pretty classic. So we're not going to see any lace and frills, uh, crisp fabric, geometric kind of designs to it. I think that's what we're going to see. Mm, I've been predicting that all along, but 
I have, I have I have a question about this though. There have been some rumors circulating that Megan's friend Roland Murray. Am I yeah. pronouncing that right? Yeah. The design might come from Roland Murray. And what do you think about that rumor? Definitely a possibility as well. I mean, he would make a great dress and he's very minimal in his lines and the way that the dresses fit. So that's definitely a possibility. I just think it's so, she's got so, she's got everyone. Everyone's willing to make this dress, right? So it's really <laughs> a matter of, of who she wants to not give the nod to. Oh, mm. I can't wait. Can't wait. Oh How many days? I know. Yeah. <laughs> I need to, Amanda, I need to know what I'm going to be wearing. What are the bridesmaids <laughs> going to be wearing on the day? Yeah, what is, what are you going to be that. wearing? Let's, I let's don't pause know. and ask that question. I haven't been told yet. The palace haven't contacted me. I'm not sure if I'm going to be officially asked. <laughs> what do you think about bridesmaids? Where's that going to go? Oh, they're going to, I think they're going to be very plain because they don't want to upstage the bride. You never want to upstage the bride, especially a royal bride. But they're going to be very, I think they'll be pastel in color if I had to guess. Mm. And I think they would be very plain as well. So if, if you look back um, through Megan's Instagram, which unfortunately can't do anymore, but she had, she's been in several weddings for her friends um, in the past, really excited about it. And the dresses are all very similar. They're very, very neutral, very plain, yet still with a little bit of style. So for example, Megan wore one a couple of years ago that was very plain, very chic, but had a big bow on the shoulder, mm. you know, kind of tying it all together. So we may see something like that. But I, for one, cannot wait to see Megan's dress, A, of course, most importantly, but it'd be really interesting to see who she chooses to come up there with her and what they're wearing. Yeah, absolutely. Charlotte could be a bridesmaid, right? Oh, I think so. I think so. Yes, I think I definitely, I, I'm North American, so I'm going to say bri- uh, flower girl. I know that's not the British the British terminology, I don't think, but I think we'll definitely see her in something very adorable. Yeah, and a question that obviously comes to mind when we're talking about the bridal party is, is there going to be a scene-stealing butt dress? You know, oh. in Kate's case, like Pippa's butt became the headline. Pippa's butt. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what? I think maybe we'll see Serena's butt. If that's the case, we may see that. Who knows? So you think um, the dress will f- be form-fitting enough to see oh, butts? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, I think so for sure. Yeah. Oh, no, she's yes. not a fan of making her wear. Her, she's, not a, <laughs> she's not a fan of those tent dresses that I've seen and unfortunately had to wear a couple of times that some brides pick. <laughs> I, think, I think that she's, 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 she's very, she's very much uh, about the style of it and she love her friends that she's choosing to stand up there with her and she won't put them in anything hideous okay so we're gonna see some butts then i'm up with fingers crossed <laughs> i literally keep thinking of bridesmaids the movie and imagining them all <laughs> in a bridal wear shop trying on the fitzbernays um, no, there, there would be much. a long shot bet right if we got all of the cast of bridesmaids to be oh the bridesmaids my god. Well, oh my god <laughs> that would be incredible that would be incredible that would be so funny oh Amanda it's been such a delight to chat to you thanks so much we feel very chic and stylish after this interview oh, my pleasure thank you for having me again you can find Amanda at the blog megansmirror.com and you can find Amanda on Twitter at Amanda underscore Effie We're going to take a quick break, but stick around. We'll be back in just a minute with today's prediction. And we're back with this week's Royal Wedding Prediction of the Week. James, 
Let's tell everyone about our prediction of the week. Yeah, and it's not just one prediction this week. We're making four predictions, and to be more precise, flower predictions about Meghan Markle's royal wedding bouquet. Yes, one. There will be peonies in this bouquet, which we've mentioned on the show before are her favorite flower. Meghan loves peonies. Two, there will be myrtle. Every royal wedding bouquet has contained at least one sprig of myrtle, a tradition which dates back to 1840 when Queen Victoria married Prince Albert. Myrtle symbolizes hope and love. Oh, that is so sweet. Three, we're also predicting that Meghan will carry a bit of evergreen shrub. This will be a tribute to her late mother-in-law, Princess Di, who also carried evergreen shrub in her own wedding bouquet. Oh, my heart. Four, she will not carry Lily of the Valley. Margaret and Kate and Camilla all had Lily of the Valley in their wedding bouquets, but obvs Megan won't because she's way more cool. She's her own person. <laughs> she's going to do things her way. She doesn't need right. to do what the rest of them did. And then remind her what Amanda, our fashion expert, just said a few minutes ago when she was on. She's not going to do anything that feels like it might be copying Kate in any way. So that includes the bouquet as well. Yeah. Absolutely. Megan is her own woman and we are here for it. That's it for this week's episode. Yay! When Megan Met Harry is produced by Her Royal Highness Lindsay Cradwell. Thanks also to Baron Ryan Dilly, our producer in London. And as always, thanks to Andy Bowers, Archduke of Panoply. Have your own predictions to share? Please send us an email. We love hearing from you. Our email address is whenmeganmetharry at panoply.fm or you can tweet us at royalweddingpod. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Tell all your hashtag Hagen watchers and Anglophiles all about our love for the most important couple ever to grace our soils. <laughs> Until next time, I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm James Barr. Thanks for listening. <laughs> love you. Love you. Love forever. Why is Ryan laughing at me? <laughs> <laughs>